welcome to Character Canon. I'm Michelle. And I'm Matt. And today we are going to be finally finishing um, Full Metal Alchemist. Brotherhood. Woo. Brotherhood. Woo-hoo. And today we are going to be talking about the some of the very interesting characters, the homunculus. And other assorted villains as they appear. Right. Um, so on the list of homunculus, we've got Father, King Bradley, who's Wrath, Lust, Envy, Greed, Gluttony, Pride, and Sloth. Who a very, very what? interesting cast of characters. I know. In a lot of very different, ways. different. All of them. Yeah. Um, and so they represent the seven deadly sins within man. Did They did not say women in the show. They said man, just saying. Well, I mean, famously, that is like the quote, though, isn't it? Because um, it's, it's like the seven deadly sins of man because it was written in a time period where men men were the only people who mattered yes (laughs) of course obviously there's only one who knows what the female seven deadly sins are i know i thought about that i was like there's only one i mean envy Envy could be a female we don't know yeah but they do call him a he so yeah but he appears as a man during that period right so who knows right i know it's it's interesting that um like that he is gender neutral like could go either way like depending on Envy's just a gross monster Matthew, what? No, because Envy's got their true form, which is the giant green, disgusting monster with faces all over it. You're right. That is his true. Well, actually, his true form is the little slug. I guess, but that's kind of the same thing, if you ask me. It's it can be any size of the the green. Sure, yeah, because he's got this. He's got the six legs and the tail and the huge gaping mouth for some reason. And like heads all over his body. That he doesn't when he's tiny. I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the big form. So anyway. Yeah, so why don't we, do we want to start with Father, the big? No. Okay, cool. Do we want to start with Wrath? No. Which one do you want to start with? I want to start easy. Fine, let's start with Gluttony then. Okay, this is a mixed bag right here. What? Why? Because <laughs> Gluttony is probably the the simplest I got I like him and Sloth. Yeah, I guess, they're both kind of dumb. Are both kind of the 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 baby who cares homunculus? But, Honestly, but wait, wait. Gluttony is like the fake portal of truth as well, right? Which is a whole thing and a half. Very crazy. Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like on the 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 simple thing, uh, I feel like Sloth and Gluttony are the only ones that I. I couldn't like take on anyone. I'm not a fighter. I can't do anything extravagant. But they're so dumb. I feel like I could kind of outwit yeah. them. Yeah, it's the sort of thing where when in their initial appearances, they are horrifying. Like they're right. these terrifying monsters that can't die and have all these crazy powers. But they are very easily dealt with. Right, you and can trick them pretty. Yeah, easy. And, and that's that's the reason that like we see the homunculus pretty much go around in pairs for the most part. Um, and so yeah gluttony's like babysat a lot yeah by, and then, by and lust for a while right and, then envy and even after that. later in the series when he kind of becomes not as useful pride eats him yeah so well, <laughs> it's because he well so that was actually the second gluttony of the series as well right because he father, died yeah and the father made a new one right that was the same thing which is interesting that he was basically the, exactly the same whereas when greed was remade it was a different greed yeah, but he was pretty much the same, like because he had all the same base instincts. That's true. It just took him a while to 
change its path. Because, like, the first greed was very much not on board with the rest of the homunculus. Yeah. And then but the that, second but, one started with father. But I would and say that away. is, well, that's the nature of greed. Because originally right. he that was he was with father and then he broke off. Mm-hmm. And then the newer greed did the same thing, but sooner because he had stronger stimulus. You know what I mean? Right. So why would father remake greed? Because he wants to get rid of his own greed. Oh. He makes the homunculus to get rid of his his sins, so to speak. Um, and so and so when he creates them, he removes that aspect from his personality, things he considers to be flaws. Yeah. Um, so that's why um, each of the homunculus are attached to their name. So yeah. like so for example, lust isn't in herself lustful, but well, I mean, I guess as far as we know, as far as we know, she went but on a she date uses, with Havoc. right, but she <laughs> uses herself to be a lust, like an object of lust to others, whereas gluttony just is gluttonous. Gluttonous, yeah. So it's so so in father, his sins are now amplified in these. Sure, and I mean, I guess I guess it could also be somewhat withheld in Lust's case, like Wrath. You know, uh, King Bradley. He is not often demonstrated for a large portion of the series as a super angry, wrathful dude. Right. But rather, he expresses later he is consumed by it. It is his every waking thought is how much how angry he is at. The fact that what humans exist, you know what I mean? Right. They're disgusting right. and awful and terrible. Right. And it's like, are every, okay, is every homunculus this way? And they just demonstrate it very differently. I um, think each one is different, though. Sure, possibly. They Yeah, because I feel like they all handle their own that sin in their own way yeah i would i would agree with that it, it also would, it depends on how smart they are too it would be pretty boring if they were all like super the same way in terms of like you know i'm just angry all the time and right. i'm just hungry all the time and i'm i'm just want to bang all the time and stuff right. like that right but like what we get out of especially i feel like wrath and and envy i think we get a lot out of like is and and pride and to some extent too um and lust a little bit but it's harder to see because she's not in the she's series super quite prevalent. as much um but like we they are very logical and like see that oh if i have a plan then i can eventually get what i want you know versus like or or feel the feelings i feel or whatever um because they see like the larger goal down the line yeah whereas gluttony is more like right now i must eat right now i'm hungry yeah. let me eat let me eat you yeah know? He's, he's easily tricked easily manipulated and i uh so so speaking of gluttony as well so he's got uh real weird stuff going on he i guess he can eat anything um yeah i guess he he can chew through just about anything which is interesting but weird uh and then like when we see him open his like from his mouth or the portal both yeah that makes sense but his mouth isn't like i i would say i would say that they're actually probably connected his what he eats with his mouth and the portal yeah i think they're connected but i just know that when he opens up the portal and like kind of like shoots a laser beam he eats everything that that laser like touches basically which does that have like a maximum range? Or I know. Like, like, can he just like eat the whole world? Like, what does the it frick? does it fly off into space or something? Uh, that'd be kind know. of interesting. Yeah, and the other interesting thing is that basically, I mean, his insides are, if we understand correctly, there is no end. Like, yeah, there it's is, an infinite space, right? Supposedly, which is crazy. Or at the very least, I like even if it's not infinite, I imagine it would be something like it's 
it loops at some point like it is a it is a closed space but if you get to the end of it you just start on the other end so sort of like sort of like uh if you were inside a ball does that make sense and you were yeah. like walking around the inside of the ball but you were on flat surface as yeah. far as you were aware something like that probably kind of like in thor ragnarok when there's the there's the loop and he just thinks he's going in a straight line right. but it's actually yeah. a circle yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right spoilers uh i mean it's not it's not really a big spoiler in any way really not um, i it's kind of sad if you think about it though for gluttony like just that i mean he's you see him like as a as not as a person but as a homunculus like he's always hungry and it's like pitiable like pitiable how helpless he is and like consumed by this desire to eat things yeah and then you get in his stomach and we realize that there is no way that this can be filled like it is there it's not it's gonna a void, happen yeah and that's it's it's sad in a lot of ways and it's like weird obviously it's a reflective of the actual like feelings of gluttony and like having that as a human um like always wanting well it's different than greed but like just like never enough is never enough you know and it's just it's really sad it's sad to see it in that visual way sure and it's also it's also sad to see him have this attachment to lust as a character right and then when her his buddy and then when she dies he's saddened and he wants to kill mustang Mm -hmm. because mustang killed this woman who has been his companion Mm -hmm. um he kind of it's kind of like his human like not human but like human emotions yeah like our our base level like almost childlike yeah he wanted to eat her how dare you kill her no way that's (laughs) not right um but yeah it's 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 weird but i uh i don't really have anything else about gluttony um yeah he's just kind of a simpleton yeah sloth speaking of simpletons sloth um yeah very very basic baby character yeah he kind of just this huge dude who like is interesting because we don't see him until way later in the series it's not until briggs right and briggs like He's like, like, what do we do with this thing? And why aren't our yeah. missiles that we're shooting at him yeah. doing we're anything? We're literally pelting him with tanks. And right. And he's not going down. So, and like, that was a really cool scene. Like, yeah. just oh, as yeah. they're shooting him and then finally they realize, oh, let's freeze him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the best way to handle it. And like, how smart? Like, yeah. who would have thought of that, you know? Gosh. It just breaks, man. I uh, know. But no, so, um, so Sloth is uh, one of those weird cases where it's like... Um, his superpower is not super strength or near invulnerability or massive size. It's super speed. Right. Weird. And that's a really cool thing with, or it's a really interesting thought with his, his sloth too, right? So sloth is basically laziness, right? Yeah. So the fact that like he never has motivation to do anything or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And like, and so realizing that, yeah, speed is his is his gift and he like ignores it because it's it it takes energy much effort um i like that uh i'm pretty sure in the english dub his final his like dying phrase is dying is too much effort or something like that yeah uh very fun i i like that that's his shtick beginning to end like he's just like oh it's such a pain uh all the time on such a hardcore level (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, he's a he's a super tough, crazy dude, and yeah, he's got and super he's just speed. like forced to like freaking. He took he took make a tunnel the whole might of the Armstrong. He took the whole might of the Armstrong family line. Yeah, uh, 
both Armstrongs. Yeah, that like, was fought that was them. Nuts. That was a crazy fight. Oh yeah, I love and I a, love, and great scenes. Oh yeah, I love that the big thing was like we set a trap for him. Like we know he's coming. We can't see him or stop him, but we can have something in his way. Right. And he just impales himself on stuff. Yeah, That's and cool. I thought it was cool that Alex that he like like the match that that was was just really interesting and using his alchemy to like put spikes through sloth like it's just really cool like they were really trying to like be creative and or even when sloth like slams into him and he's like my shoulder is fixed right oh my gosh he's punching him with spiked gauntlets it's like geez louise man that's crazy yeah it's a fun time sloth is sloth is kind of Kind of whatever in terms of like character wise, but what he brings to the story in terms of fights or intimidation factor was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. so let's see who's who's my next least favorite homunculus. Uh, honestly, despite how complex they are, like Envy is probably my next least favorite. You don't? Why don't you like Envy? I do like Envy, uh, but of the rest of the homunculus. Envy is my least of my favorites. You know what I mean? But, like, why? I don't know. Like, Envy offers a lot to the series and is the reason of a lot of driving factor of characters. Like, the war? Like, the war. The Ishvalan war. And and Mustang and Hughes and and all that stuff. And it's, it's a super important big deal. And it's very important to the series. But Envy sort of feels like this construct of a very hateable character in a great way. And then a huge kind of threat that becomes less of a threat as the characters gain intelligence and and wits. Mm. And and Envy's just sad. Like They're all sad. They're all sad. But Envy just is this, like, Envy wants to be a human. And and hates it. Hates that. You know, hates feeling pitied. Mm-hmm. And and belittled almost right uh to the to the extent that envy kills itself right like when confronted with this this dark desire of of its heart you know and it's it's a sad moment um i don't know it's it's the sort of thing where i feel like I, I don't I don't even know. Envy's just a weird character for me. I like Envy a lot. I think yeah. cool powers turning into anything you want, anybody you want. Um, yeah, like really helpful. Yeah, useful. very very weird. So actually, I have a question for you. Okay. So at one point in the series, Envy turns their arm into a snake to fight Lin. Uh, they're, they're fighting in the woods. Uh, it's shortly before Gluttony does his like... Uh, his big eat everything laser beam or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I vaguely remember that. Sure. They're, they're having a fight or whatever. And Envy turns his arm into a snake and it wraps around Ling and stuff. Snake. And is going to bite him. And I'm like, does that snake have a brain? Is it capable of independent thought even while being attached to Envy? Well, hmm. Maybe, right? Because Envy's got all these souls in right, that's monster form that have kind emotions of have conscious and thought, consciousness. You know, yeah. Which is terrifying horrifying so bad um i would bet that if it was an extension of himself probably not that probably not maybe though it's it's possible maybe he's got a snake soul maybe he's actually medusa what (laughs) what does that have to do with anything (laughs) it's just turn his hair into snakes i mean i i guess but why i don't know (laughs) he could just he could just control his hair uh 
Anyway, I whatever. So uh, that's a pretty cool power and a pretty interesting character. Yeah, and interesting how he's able to use that one to start the Ishvalan War to like to murder Hughes. Like real seeing the weakness yeah. in him is his love for his wife, which is not a weakness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it is on it, the battlefield, <laughs> and he's able to use that against Hughes, and that's yeah. So yeah, the manipulation factor in this series is really high, and I like it. I, li- and I, I like just that- like respect how Envy's so smart. Yeah, I yeah don't love like he's and Envy is crazy, constantly but- Envy is constantly like um, posing as various people in headquarters and stuff to spread information or or discord. You know what I mean? Or gather intel and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which is weird. It's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, I think that it, going back to this thought. Um, something I really appreciate about Envy is that um, he just I was trying to figure out for a while why his name was Envy like why was jealousy like what was it that fueled that and so it wasn't until the end like you said that Ed realizes oh you're jealous of humans like you want to be a human and it's so interesting because throughout the series like Envy just constantly is slamming humans and saying, we, all you humans do this and you're so dumb and like, why do you like appreciate these things and why blah, blah, blah. Um, and so it's really interesting that all of that is just a front. It's a wall because really what he wants is to be able to have the capacity to do those things, to love people, to have these emotions, to, you know, to live a human normal life and not be made of human souls to not be this terrible monster you know and that's really sad it's all just so sad Envy's actually a really big deal in the other full metal series as well i'm mm-hmm. pretty sure i it's been a while don't quote me on this Thanks. i'm fairly certain that because in in the other series homunculus are the product of someone trying to bring a human back to life right and so the homunculus you bring back is someone else's who they were trying to bring back right and uh, like lust was supposed to be ed and al's mom yeah Yeah. um (laughs) but uh yeah horribly said um but envy was actually i think it was um their uh ed and al's dad's previous son who died and i i think i don't remember that i'm pretty sure uh it's like right at the end um and it's 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 a weird thing where like envy is suddenly this horrendously important character. It's like, oh my gosh, what what are you What's talking happening? about? What's happening? Very crazy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's not relevant to this series. Go check out the other series if you want. It's pretty good, kinda. Uh. So anyway, um, who's the next homunculus we're talking about? What are we still talking about envy? Um. Get more to say. Well, one last thing I wanted to say is that. So when Mustang, in that same conversation that Ed is realizing, yeah. oh, oh yeah. you're you're jealous of humans, Mustang says, oh, you, like when he sees his true form, which is the little slug, he says, oh, you're ugly. I get it. Jealousy is ugly. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what an interesting way to look yeah. at it. That like, because jealousy is a very ugly thing. Uh, jealousy is the green eyed monster and envy is a green eye monster. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it's just interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to talk about lust? Uh, oh, we didn't talk about lust. Yeah. Oh, never mind. She was probably. I was gonna say. She, I feel like lust would be. She would have been present before envy. envy there. That's right. I thought we talked about her. Yeah. So we, we've mentioned her a couple times, and like we said, she's not in the series for that sure. long. She's scary. 
She uh, is scary. She, very oh my intimidating goodness. when she's when she's present. Mm-hmm. She's um, also very smart. Yeah. And part of the reason I think she was tied with like the father had her with Gladney yeah, was because she could hold her own. Yeah, she could keep him in line. Yeah. Um she um yeah, she's got that, you know, scary lady factor. She's also She also can like flirt with anyone and get away with it and well yeah of course she's a beautiful woman fall at her feet uh at least one man does <laughs> but i mean famously we don't really see anyone else true uh unless she stabs them in the leg um yeah she's got the ultimate spear yeah 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 stabbing people yeah. stabbing hughes oh that's why <gasps> she's that's why she's lust she's got penetration powers oh my gosh don't say that <laughs> <laughs> what she does uh so no um yeah it's uh she's she's kind of there i mean she's scary she's got some cool stuff going on but mm-hmm. honestly like i don't really eh yeah. like she's present the fight, the fight where she dies oh where yeah Mustang kills her oh, that's horrifying. a really really cool fight and yeah very horrifying as he burns her to like burn 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 like just like killing oh my god and even as even if she dies and she's like she says something about uh like those eyes you know mm. um which is ironic no mm-hmm. pun intended uh because it's it's later that mustang loses his sight right um and i don't know it's interesting i like yeah. that i like that a lot of the homunculi are sort of classy in death mm-hmm. uh in terms of like they stick to their guns and who they are um, well that's all that they have yeah. it's not like not to slam but like, humans but like human might a human's response might be cowardly or pleading or this other thing and i don't know that that's what the homunculus have in sure. them like that's they're full not of, yeah they're full of arrogance and right they're pride. full of the thing that they are which yeah. is you know gluttony lust whatever. yeah no cowardice homunculus here uh yeah cowardliness isn't a seventh deadly sin <laughs> um <laughs> that's a, never mind. i'm trying to remember like the, there's like the four grave virtues as well and i can't remember what those are um i have no idea they're not relevant to this series so it's fine uh okay yeah anything else about her or no don't think so sure um okay so we've got pride we got the big three left we got wrath and we got father well and Be- greed and greed so we got four well i don't count father as that's one true of the- he's kind of different yeah he like he is technically him a human homunculus oh humunculus because uh, like that's what he rep that's what he tells yeah. hohenheim he is when they first meet yeah he's the first homunculus why don't we talk about greed next oh boy all right so oh not really a villain for like the latter part of the series but when we're first introduced it's like hey i'm greed i'm a homunculus but not one of those homunculus i'm on my own and i want the info that you got because you know i want to be immortal it's like but you are immortal but i'm not uh i want to be more immortal yeah i really i really like greed i think greed I do too. is super neat and fun and interesting He's also one of the ones that we get the most complexity out of. Absolutely. Um, and part of that is his relationship with, with Lynn and sort of his relationship with his uh, his lackeys. His friends, yeah. The first greed. Um, and that's really interesting to me. I like seeing him in this weird vulnerable place where he wants everything. He desires to have everything, but also to protect the things he has, which mm-hmm. is why I think that his ability, the ultimate shield, quote unquote, is so interesting for him to have 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because he can protect everything he gathers. True. And he's got, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got the charisma to get stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. It's cool. I like that he introduces himself. He's like, blow my head off. And they knock his head off. And he's like, hey, I'm fine. I'm a homunculus. It's like, <laughs> wow. Okay, bro. Whatever you um, say. I like that. Uh, I, I like that he and Lynn have this cool bromance, kind of. Yeah. I like that they can see each other in, in their heads. Like yeah. When one of them takes over the body again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I also think it's really funny that uh, Ling's body like he is he comes across as more attractive when he's greed than when he's absolutely which is so funny and his voice gets darker and his eyes open yeah oh yeah (laughs) greed lynn oof (laughs) heck yeah regular lynn Eh. i mean he's fine at points he definitely has definitely throughout the series like he really grows on me as a character absolutely at first i'm just like who what are you doing bro no i love and then like later i'm just like i love you and i love greed like just so so good yeah they've got a great thing going um and i and it's one of those things where uh a character is often endeared by the people who care about them you know what i mean Mm because lon fawn is just a solid character and old man (laughs) foo is a great character so good so Uh, good and so, and even them interacting with greed is really funny. They're like, give the young master his body back. He's like, no way, Gramps. Uh, this is my body. It's yeah. so good. Um, and I like how he just, Ling just like lets him take over his body. Absolutely. He's just like, okay. And he's like, wait, really? And he's like, yeah. And then like, it just works out. I also like that. Uh, I, I like that in the first fight with uh, greed and wrath or mm-hmm. uh, King Bradley, greed gets stomped. He mm-hmm. gets utterly destroyed. Right. Um, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. And then in their next fight, it's it's a bit tougher for King Bradley. Right. Because Greed has retained some of these instincts. Right. And some of this knowledge. And and sort and of... And Ling himself is a pretty good fighter, too. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's it's just a cool time. I, I like it a lot. Um, let me think. Is there anything else interesting I, I really need to say about Greed? He's just kind of awesome. Um, I think it's interesting later when they're talking about, like, like Ling is like, I can give you, like, a country. Like, we can be in charge of a country. And Greed is like, it's not enough. I want to be in charge of the whole world. Yeah. And that comes up a couple times. And the, the last time it comes up, Ling says, how ignorant. What you're seeking is not what you truly want. And, Absolutely. And I just love that, that, that. In, in greed, out of all of the homunculus, like, we really get this, like, self-reflective, like, is this what I really want? You know, like, he wants, like, in theory, like, greed is wanting everything, right? He wants women, he wants power, he wants money, he wants whatever. And, like, and so it's interesting because Ling's like, but is, is that what you want, actually? Like, yes, you're greedy, but why not be greedy for, like friendship you know yeah, yeah, like yeah. real and and so it's just interesting like just watching that journey and that thought process in greed yeah. as he kind of grows as a character even though he is a homunculus and in a lot of ways we feel like that's not possible with the other homunculus but we get that with greed and it's interesting i think um i don't think it happened in did it happen in the anime it's been a minute since i watched it because we've been recording you know further and further from when we actually watched it um and the final battle when father is like trying to absorb greed uh greed basically he he's oh no he does he starts using his ability to like carbonize his body to turn his to turn father's body into charcoal yeah and i'm like cool yeah cool like he can make himself weaker 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's very interesting. Yeah. Because it's just an alchemical like property, I guess. Yeah. It's neat. It's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting at the end of that fight too when Ling is trying to get Greed to have them fight together as one yeah. unit rather than both one of them, whoever's in control of the body at the moment. And so finally Greed's like, fine. Like, let's work together, whatever. And then... um he and it's like see a sucker right, punches himself in the face so that um so that he can reverse the ultimate shield inside father and then link can have the body back and greed leaves yeah i was like what's happening dang greed what a bro i know i love greed i know it was a, he's a good character it was really interesting speaking of good characters Selim Bradley is a homunculus. I think it's Salim, actually. S- whatever. I call him Selim. Selim. <laughs> Selim. Like, yeah, I guess like a pirate, Selim like a bad Bradley. pirate. Sure. <laughs> I be Selim. <laughs> the sea is my limbs. Uh, the sea took You've heard my of limbs. a peg leg. Get ready for a Selim. Anyway. Uh, no, so yeah, Selim Bradley is a homunculus. Spooky. So very spooky. spooky like oh my gosh terrifying like, okay sorry so if you who is what which homunculus do you think you're most afraid of wrath you think wrath no just kidding Selim, it depends on the circumstances i think fair enough like a, if i'm in, in the dark i in a one-on-one well, confrontation to show up, but. in a one-on-one confrontation king bradley horrifies me if he i is terrifying in in a situation where i have a light in a dark place Selim bradley <laughs> <sighs> Spooky, 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 spooky. Um, yeah, because uh, actually, I think gluttony would actually be really horrifying in real life as well. Yeah, but again, I think I could outwit him. Yeah, I wouldn't stand a chance chance against. But there's pride a man wrath. running after you, literally trying to eat you. Okay, and he doesn't again, care about. I guess the circumstances he matter. He doesn't care about killing you in one bite. You know, I guess again, like the the, the circumstances matter because if I am in the middle of the sure. woods and no one else is around, yeah, okay. There's no okay. one around, and your phone is dead. <laughs> Out of the corner of eye, you spot you see him. Gluttony, yeah, gluttony, the homunculus. And he says, "I want to eat you." Gosh, that was a good impression. <laughs> Thank um, you. But yeah, Celine uh, Bradley is just this this innocent little boy who's a big fan of the Elric brothers. He's like. Oh boy, you're you must be Edward Elric. I wrote an essay about my father in school about how great he is for our country. How much he does for our country. And it's like get the heck out of my face. <laughs> yeah, I don't boy. believe you. Like he doesn't feel Genuine. evil. Well, he doesn't feel evil, you know what I mean? Like That's true. He feels like, me, it's a, like he it's feels like, like a poorly written child. Yeah. And it's cuz he is a poorly written child. Right, cuz he's just acting. Gosh. Scary man. Um, so he's the first homunculus. He's technically the most powerful of them as well. That makes sense to me. Um, so he, I think, okay. And I will say, I do think he's the most terrifying partially cause like, yeah, kind of like with, uh, Reza Hawkeye, like how he's like, I'll be watching you from the shadows. Like, yeah. Okay. That's, I think that I'd be more scared of him than yeah, anyone. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. a child. Like who wants to be attacked sure, by yeah, a creepy, crazy child? child Nobody. Yeah. Um, but, um, so he's the first homunculus and he's he is pride, right? So I think it was um, Hohenheim that points this out later that, of course, pride would look like what father's original form was. Because if it's father's pride, then of course it's going to represent like what he looked like yeah. originally. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting. Like that makes sense. And it's the sort of thing where 
they don't really super explain this very well, but the idea that pride is sort of trapped in in the country. Um, right, because he has a container. New, yeah, it's become his new jar, so to speak. And so sort of father removing himself from the container and sort of putting that part of him somewhere else. Um, and so it's interesting that he does have these limitations. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I guess he's, yeah, he's trapped more or less in the country in a slightly smaller radius than that. Basically, he can't go outside the transmutation circle they're making. I think so, yeah. Because um, there's that one point where Hohenheim is confronting him right. and he falls backwards into a hole and and Pride can't follow him. Uh, but yeah, scary power, just weird shadow teeth and eyes, like, no thanks. Uh, yeah. and also, I guess he can eat people and add them to his Philosopher's Stone, mm-hmm. slash absorb their powers and abilities or whatever, because <laughs> he does this with Gluttony, uh, the second Gluttony, and wow, like okay yeah uh he gets gluttony's super sense of smell which i guess is another one of his powers come to think of it um what eating people no gluttony's his sense of smell oh yeah 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 Um, that's true yeah and uh and but he also gets his unsatiable appetite Mm -hmm. uh he's very scary he does a great job scaring people throughout the series being very intimidating and just kind of out of left field of like oh snap the Fuhrer's son is a homunculus that's not good and and he's present through like history and all this stuff right and then, like he's always like representative he's this child like just throughout history like, yeah just this constant form yeah, yeah, yeah. and then uh and then sort of at the end of the at the end of the series when ed punches him in the you know metaphysical face uh-huh. and and sort of reverts him back to his base homunculus form it makes me wonder if all the other homunculus have like a weird tiny base form you know what I mean? Because yeah. Envy and Pride do. Right. Is there anyone else? Like, are any of the other ones, maybe? Weird thing to think about. Right. Um, but and, and even the fact that Pride can grow up from that. Can Envy do that? Like, could Envy grow up into a giant monster? Well, Envy just has to eat someone else. Like, sure. It's just... But if, if left alone for, like, a couple years or whatever... Would Envy grow up into a slightly bigger little lizard monster? I personally don't think so. Yeah, probably not. I think that they're very different. Yeah. Um, Because Pride is sort of this idea of, I'm no longer a homunculus. I'm a human. And so sort of it would make sense that his basic form can grow and change, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? So at least to me, to some extent. So father's sort of ideals uh, being represented in that way. Yeah. It's interesting, though, at the end there, as Pride was like realizing that things weren't going well and he was like worried that they were gonna lose like their side it was interesting because he kind of lost his nerve a little bit about a few different things like he considered joining like being a part of a human's body but yet that goes against his nature of being prideful because to him he is prideful that he's a homunculus you know and in theory hates humans yeah um so it's just interesting that like he like it was like he was having like a internal crisis like at the end there just to survive like what do you do but when you're prideful like how can you stoop to a certain level yeah Um, it's really it's really interesting and it was interesting hearing him reflect on humans and like he had this moment where he talked about his his mother like protected him from like a car or something like that and how in from his standpoint of being this immortal thing he was like what a stupid 
decision for her to make. Not yeah. that she knows, but like, why would someone like she was going to lose her life if the car hadn't stopped, you know? And yet she protected herself for him. And he like had a really hard time understanding that. Yeah. yeah but yeah. it comes back to this, like a lot of the homunculus really are just jealous of humanity. And Absolutely. like, actually they don't want understand to it. Under, right. Yeah. They want to feel these emotions, but they can't. Um, and it's really interesting. Very strange stuff. Yeah. Very weird nonsense. Very weird. King Bradley? Wrath? Wrath? The man himself? Oh my gosh. Where is, actually, really quick. Where is Pride's homunculus tattoo? His Ouroboros. I, I don't know that we ever see it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think Let me think about this. Because Gluttony's is on his tongue. Uh-huh. Uh... Uh, greed is on his hand. Lust uh-huh. is on her like sternum. Uh-huh. Um, Wrath is his eye. Wrath is his eye. Who am I forgetting? Envy is on like his shoulder. Yeah, is on the back of his shoulder. Maybe I don't know where sloths is. I don't remember. I don't think it was ever like featured very heavily and prominently. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm looking it up. Sure, and then. <laughs> that did not help a lot. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure there is a homunculus tattoo on a foot of somebody, um, but I don't know why I think that. I think it might be from the other series. Sloth is, is on his arm. His arm. Okay, sure. Um, who's the other one? Pride. Pride. Where is Pride's tattoo? I don't know that we ever see it. Uh, this shows it on his forehead. Uh, which it's not but it does make sense with the baby because he's got the weird eye or whatever yeah i don't know what pride says i'm not interesting weird interesting okay sure we never get to see it so anyway wrath um oh my gosh king bradley Uh is the final boss of the series for like the first half of the series Mm -hmm. he is like they're like oh my gosh the king of our country is evil Right. And working with the homunculus. And at one point they say, you work for King Bradley, don't you? And they go, ha, you're an idiot. Like, King Bradley is nothing. And they're like, what did you just say? Excuse me? Because he's not the final boss. Right. He feels like he could be the final boss. Right. He's horrifying. Yeah. And it's so crazy how intimidating he is, like, in like in government. He's, yeah. like, once he realizes that, like, Mustang knows who he is and Ed and Al know who, knows who he is, he, like, brings them to the office, all civilized, drinking tea, and it's just like, so, you're going to keep doing what I say and you're not going to tell anyone about this. Uh, otherwise, I'll kill everyone. I'll, like, kill, <laughs> I'll uh, kill Winry. What was your mechanic's name again? Rock Bell? She was in Rush Valley, I believe. And they're like, you keep her out of this. And he goes, I'm not going to do a gosh dang thing to her as long as you behave. And it's like, um, okay. Uh, very intimidating. Very horrifying guy. Mm-hmm. I like that. And so his, his power is, it's called like the ultimate eye or whatever. And supposedly mm-hmm. he can see anything with it. Mm-hmm. but Which is probably why he's such a good sword. My understanding of his power, just from my own ideas, is that he can see in 360 degrees perfectly when he's using his eye but he can't but like only from himself so there when they land a blow on him at the end of the series buccaneer and old man foo Mm -hmm. buccaneer stabs through foo into bradley right and and bradley didn't see it coming right and so it's sort of my idea that 
that he can see in every direction around himself, but he can't see like through things or yeah. past things. That would make sense. Um, it's just kind of my general my general understanding. And it's so, it's so in that scene. Like speaking of which, yeah. like I appreciate that Fu was able to get a death that he felt was honorable. Yeah, because like otherwise he was just going to to die. Yeah, but instead he was able to be useful. And like obviously it's really sad, but I'm I'm grateful that he was happy with how his death was sure, like that sure, it sure. was actually doing something useful so um, there was a there's that bit at the end of the series where the the brig soldiers are taking over central mm-hmm, and suddenly mm-hmm. the soldiers are trying to break through and they're like we're gonna lose like this is the end and on the radio don't worry men i have arrived and, like, oh, and king God. bradley walks up and they're like we can do this and it's like no 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 and then he takes out a tank with a sword and a grenade oh and it's gosh. like dang boy we're all gonna who die the heck are you speaking of which i do really like that they use the radio yeah to like propagandize like for Absolutely. the people and like we're using bradley like to be on their side even though he wasn't in order to like yeah. get people to believe yeah, them yeah, yeah, yeah. it was really interesting it was a really cool, really cool time. That whole, that whole uh, scene, just the storming like, the castle. Yeah, I love, I love all of that. It was really good. They really thought it through and did a good job. But yeah, King Bradley is just this great source of villainy for a huge part of the series. He feels great. He looks great. He sounds great. I love his voice actor. Yeah, I love his action. I love his design. I love everything he's got going on for him. I don't think there's a single thing about him that I'm like wow that was lame you know what i mean he was just cool all the time yeah i love it so it's interesting it comes up a little bit that he was able to pick his wife yeah so i just think that that's a really interesting concept because she doesn't seem to know no anything and so i'm just i guess i'm a little bit curious like why not why did like it's interesting that he would be capable of in theory, loving someone? Oh, he doesn't. You don't think he does? No. He talks about that. He doesn't say that. Yeah. When when uh, he's talking to Mustang, and they, they have a confrontation in the office, and and he's like, he's like, you know, uh, I have fondness for my wife, but I do not feel love. Um, humans oh. disgust me. I did not catch that. I, I, I think, thought he said he did love her. I don't remember. So that's why I was confused. Sure. Because I feel like he would be capable because he's technically human. He's kind of... Yeah, I guess he's kind of human. But um, he, His base is hum, human. Sure. Which is also really weird to me, by the way. I, I need to bring this up because it's a weird thing about this series that doesn't make any sense to me. So we're shown in the flashback that they have that they like inject the philosopher's stone into his bloodstream right and then he becomes a human homunculus he's not capable of regenerating or anything like that he's just super awesome Mm -hmm. greed lynn greed just has a a a philosopher's stone dumped into an open cut and he becomes a full homunculus yeah why right i've wondered that how like that's weird to me that that is the way that that went down right because you would think that king bradley or any of the other men like wouldn't be trying to reject it like the stone so they would in theory because they've been groomed well no no no. well no no no. because it was also like there was no guarantee lynn would have survived like he very possibly would have died right then and there but he was capable of withstanding it right but it also seemed like an incredibly easy transition 
because he chose to have greed in him. Maybe. And it might it might it be also that way. It might also be the nature of the personality like because in in greed's case true as long as like he's you know as he respected lynn's desire to give up his body he's like i'll take it then and in wrath's case he's his is just an amalgamation of angry souls i guess because there's no indication that he has a specific kind of personality you know what mm-hmm. i mean because he's not a real homunculus so to speak who knows who knows it's just interesting. It's, yeah. Yeah. He's it's, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So before we talk about father. Wait, wait, wait. What? I'm not done. Oh. I'm not done. Fine. Um, so, um, um, so one of the things that King Bradley says is that um, he, he has a couple of different thoughts on like leadership. So he believes that leadership has nothing to do with the people you're leading. He yeah. says that at yeah. one point, which is stupid to me and is like not accurate but it's really interesting but i thought that was in contrast to greed that was really interesting because ling from ling's perspective he says a king should fight for his people because he is nothing without his people sure so i just thought that that was a really interesting dynamic and it just happened to be in two different homunculus slash ling so i've i've said this in a previous episode the heroic legend of Arslan, another series by this same author, touches a lot on these topics because it's about different kingdoms warring and different leaders and and succession rights and what is a true king and all this stuff. Very cool stuff. Very great themes. I love that it exists in this series. It's a great, like, Full Metal does such a good job of being like, this is what a leader is. This is someone who cares about their people. It's great. I love it. Is it a manga? Uh, yeah. Yep. All right. You can read it on the Crunchyroll website, I believe. Crunchyroll. And uh, you might be able to. uh, I don't know. I don't. I. I was thinking you might be able to read it on like the the Shonen Jump or V's website. Uh, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure you can. I don't know. You can find it on the Crunchyroll website. That's where I read it. So. Cool. Um. So, but yeah. So I just thought that the just the different thoughts on leadership is is just an interesting underlying theme in the. In the show. Okay. Father? Before we talk about father. Yes. Kimberly. Oof. Kimberly. All right. So I have I have uh, pretty much exactly one thing to say about Kimberly. Okay. He's a serial killer. Okay. We're done. <laughs> that's that's it. Seriously. Like that's all he is. That's all and we got. And they let him. Yeah. They, yeah. 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 Well, because he was, he, he killed his commanding officers to hide the fact that he had a philosopher's stone mm-hmm. and then he went to prison for it. Mm-hmm. And then he got out of prison mm-hmm. because the homunculus were like, we need you to go kill Scar. Thanks. And then he didn't do that because he sucks. Um, actually, he's really stinking powerful and awesome. But uh, he wears a white suit. I think it's interesting, just in this series, that he is, wears a all white. Yeah. And um, Ed wears all black a lot of the time. So I just think it's interesting. He's a red coat. He has a red coat, but there are a lot of scenes where he's yeah. just wearing yeah, black, yeah, or yeah. he'll throw off his coat and just have black. Yeah. Um, and so I just think that it's interesting because usually you would get the reverse that the the in theory the hero. quote unquote good guy hero yeah. is wearing white versus the other, which I appreciate that it was not this way in this series because black is my favorite color. Sure. Um, but yeah. I also like that Kimberly wears all white is constantly covered in blood. Mm. You know, just True. all the time. <laughs> it's his accessory. <laughs> accessory. <laughs> accessory. Um, um, I think it's interesting. I like that he has tattoos on his hands for his for yeah. the, for his alchemy. That's cool. Um, I just I think that that's smart. Um, 
So I, I like that. At least that until he, uh, he got a cut on his hands and couldn't do alchemy with him. True. And then he was... It's like everything Everything has a strength and weakness, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, enjoys killing. Yep. Super creepy. Don't yep. like him. Yep. Not a fan. He uh, Yeah, but he was, a, he was a big part of the series for a while uh, and just a very intimidating villain character, which is cool. Yeah. You know, I'll take it. Um, I guess I wouldn't really lump Scar with these people. And we already talked no, about Scar a bit. Yeah, I wouldn't lump Scar with them. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other prominent villains. Uh, Barry the Chopper doesn't count. Uh, yeah. Number 49? 40? I do not remember. Whatever, the other, the samurai guy that fought Ed in yeah, the lab. Yeah, the two brothers. Yeah, whatever. Uh, the slasher. Da, 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 um, yeah, not really that important. Uh, I can't really think of any other amazing villain characters I really want to talk about besides Fallen. No, there's just a lot of these characters have both good and bad in them. Yeah. And I think that's just a part of the series. Sure. Like we see, even in our heroes, like we see all their strengths, but we see their weaknesses too. Absolutely. Especially in the military characters. Yeah. Sort of the, like, like we're just going to kill people. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Yeah. All right, father? Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Okay, so... I think it's crazy that he is right below Central. Yeah, he just lives there. Yeah, just in the freaking basement of the country. Yep, pretty much. It's creepy. Uh, literally, the basement of the country. Literally. Um, So, he originally is this ball of gas in a jar in Xerxes. He was created by somebody, supposedly Hohenheim's master. Right. Uh, because they believed that a homunculus like him has all the answers that it has seen the truth and it knows things and can teach them uh oh, foolish humans well to be fair it did know all those things um you know sort of and as it it sort of takes in hohenheim and teaches him um and and tricks the king into becoming a sacrifice yep and it's this it's this crazy moment of like this this thing wants to get out of his jar and that's sad like what like you know it's sad that he's confined to this space and that if he were ever out of it he would die and then he concocts to destroy an entire country to give himself a body and immortality and then it's like and hohenheim i'm gonna go do it again uh i feel the scene where hohenheim like leaves that and like realizes that everybody's dead yeah is so sad yeah it's awful it's so sad but um and and even as the scale of the series progresses it goes from a conflict from the fate of the country to like the fate of the country right right uh, right this thing is trying to become god <laughs> it's like no thanks um, what a crazy weird end to a series right right like, He's just uh, like, I just want all the world's knowledge for my own and yep. I'm gonna just like challenge God and it's Yep. Great. And it's sort of it's sort of this thing where he I, I, I guess sort of the how I would imagine he feels about the whole situation is he was a thing that lived in a jar and now he's a person living on a planet. And the planet is his new cage. Mm. I guess by lesser definition, the country is his, sort of his cage, mm -hmm. but he wants to become God, basically, because he wants to escape this cage that he's in. And even as he, even at the end of the series, as he dies, as he's taken into the truth, um, he's like, I just wanted 
to be free. I just wanted to get out of my flask. And yet I hold no sympathy for him. Absolutely. Like he he was awful. He was yeah. a huge jerk to put it lightly. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. And like it's so weird because like even the first time he talks to Hohenheim. I mean granted he looks weird. But like I don't trust him at all. Yeah, he's he just like to look he's creepy. trying to manipulate like right off the bat. Sure. Which is just like But he, I mean he is honest in his desires and expressions he's like that's true i want to get out i want to be free i want to leave this flask forever uh and then like yes i can make you immortal it will sacrifice your entire country uh and the king's like okay let's do it and then he's like i sacrificed the king and the king's like no <laughs> uh <laughs> you tricked me you, you fooled me <laughs> um but yeah it's he's just a he's a very easy to understand character he is simple in his desires but complex in his execution and i like that which is a lot like the hum- homunculus absolutely which makes sense um he created them he is them um it's it's weird to me i i wonder if he um if by the end of the series he had like absorbed all of their philosopher stones if he would feel more like a human being mm. you know what i mean because he doesn't feel like a human being the whole time well to be fair he's also isolated himself sure. from all humans really sure. too so like that that probably has something to do with it as probably. well probably he doesn't give off a very like i guess competent expression like when he meets ed and al he's like how fascinating you're weird and he's like just instantly doing crazy stuff with alchemy they're like what the heck who is this guy why does he look like our dad what's uh, going on uh, I love the I love sort of the bait and switch of like is their dad the bad guy is that really what's happening here and then you learn oh no this is a totally different guy who looks exactly like him for some reason uh, very neat very fun yeah really interesting because like it really puts us as the viewers as like wait what's happening yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's just it's fun it's a fun yeah. dynamic I like yeah. I like that sort of at the end of the series he's like i'm god now and they're like no you're not you're a schmuck and he's like yeah watch this and he makes a star in his hands and oh, they're like a weird time what and then they're like beat him up like don't let him use it <laughs> and then he has to like put it out mm-hmm. uh very cool yeah very crazy yeah man i don't even i don't even know it's just such a weird time uh i like i like when characters when villains are so over the top they feel like just strange like he's not a human yeah he he's not feel like normal. a human and we shouldn't treat yeah we shouldn't as the viewers like in that writing like we shouldn't be seeing something that is normal like this is something abnormal yeah and uh just him him getting swallowed up by the truth is just such a such a great way to end the series. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sort of this this ever-present being that has only ever felt evil because everyone we see interact with it, it takes something from them. Right. But to but to see that it in fact treats everyone the same. It is a law of the universe is reassuring to mm-hmm. me. Like mm-hmm. it's like, "Oh, he wasn't special. He doesn't get to just ignore the rules. Right. He, he is subject to the same things as everyone else. He right. is not God. He is just a thing. Yeah. Um. It's interesting. It's yeah. cool. It's really weird. Yeah. The the weird there like I would be so interested to read weird extended lore on this universe and like 
if they made like definitely if they made like a, a handbook of like here's what you need to know about the universe that the characters never find out because it doesn't matter to the story right uh i'd be like i'd read the heck out of that it'd be awesome i don't know study alchemy yeah, yeah sure yeah it's cool it's neat i i uh there's a book series that i really like that has a sort of similar concept in terms of like you know uh drawing out circles and in, in order to produce effects of stuff and things mm-hmm. it's neat stuff i really like it but um but yeah um you have anything else to say no so those are all the evil peeps those are pretty much all the evil peeps there's evil peeps. some conditionally evil people but you know they don't really matter uh who cares about them huh yeah who cares about them <laughs> uh but yeah uh hey that's full Metal alchemist brotherhood yeah we hope you enjoyed our rantings about the characters. rantings and ravings rantings and ravings. about how cool wrath is and greed terrifying oh, gosh. meet any of them on the street and you just like i i yeah all right i accept that can i have your autograph <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then they kill you <laughs> yikes why would they kill me they don't, don't need to kill me i'm not trying to stop them from destroying a country um <laughs> yeah you can destroy it. it's fine uh, I'm trying to think. Are there any like weird circular countries in the world right now that are going to get transmutation circled? Probably not, right? Well, no, probably not. You could do not. huge chunks of a country, right? I, I guess, was going to say you could just have a random circle. Sure, I guess. Uh, gosh, how horrifying! Would I guess be? America was not created to be. Uh, <laughs> probably not. Transmutation. Maybe circle. maybe like Alaska or Hawaii or something. Um, Poor Alaska. There's not enough living in Alaska. Why? Well, there's tons of people, <laughs> and it's all the animals as well. Does that count, though? Yeah, they count. Do you think an animal life counts the same as a human life? Probably not to the same amount, but I would say to some extent, probably, right? I don't know. Mm. We haven't studied alchemy. I guess. You're right. There's Um, a nice alchemy where you're taking human lives. (laughs) Anyway... uh, Hey, thanks for listening. So, uh, hey, uh, hey, Michelle, what, uh, what are we covering next? Hey, so... Oh, this is so exciting. So, next, we're gonna do Hamilton. So... Preface. Alexander Hamilton? Preface. So, Michelle, me, uh, <laughs> as opposed to me, is a huge theater nerd. Like, huge. Like, I studied it in college. It's like my life. So, just letting y'all know that, like, I come at this from a very theatric perspective. I also saw Hamilton live before I watched it, like, before they released the recording of it. I watched it, like, a year ago. So where can they watch a recording of the show? Yeah, Disney Plus, man. Wow. Wow. It's uh it's actually two recordings that are stitched together, right? No. No, I thought it was multiple recordings that are put together with the best takes of each like thing. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's not this is not one straight recording of like one show one night and then they put it up online. It yeah. is several shows that they recorded different they recorded like like let's say three shows and then they basically took their favorite parts from each um and put it all in. So it's it's all what you would have seen on Broadway. Yeah. But so we'll, um, but it's over multiple evenings. Yeah. So we'll we'll put out a trailer for that uh that'll probably come out next week. Yes. And then we'll we'll talk about it the week after that. Yes um so we hope you tune in we hope you enjoyed talking about full Metal alchemist brotherhood yeah. if you have any questions comments complaints uh feel free to let us know yeah uh, let, email us at charactercanon at gmail.com tell me who your favorite homunculus is tweet at us at the twitter at character canon and the twitter the twitter uh and uh yeah like let us know we want to hear from you all and um yeah oh and don't forget uh the, this episode will be going up October 4th, which is the day after October 3rd, which is an important date to the series. 
because uh, they never forget October 3rd. Yeah, it's also Mean Girls Day. Who cares? Are you comparing Mean <laughs> Girls to Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? What the heck is wrong with you? It is a totally different thing. Yes, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is good, and Mean Girls is not. <laughs> That's a very valid assessment. Okay, we're going to go now. Hey, stay good. No, no. All right, bye.